0: Welcome to Finding Joy, where we take a dive into the lives of doctors, nurses, medical students, and other professionals as they combat the difficulties of the job. In a job as important as theirs, stress and burnout can easily build up, which is why it's so important to find balance through alleviation methods. Here's how some medical professionals combat everything and have found balance through it all, all while finding joy. On this episode, you'll meet Dr. Kevin Taylor, who's been in the medical industry for decades and hear some of his wisdom when it comes to mental health, burnout, and what it means to have a life outside of work.
1: I'm Dr. Kevin Taylor, and I'm a family physician, have been for many years. I currently work at Lord's Health, which is a small Catholic hospital in Pasco, Washington. Uh, we are involved uh, with uh, medical students from Washington State University and Pacific Northwest University. As we all probably know as well, um, mental health uh, depression, substance use is uh, somewhat too significantly higher in medical and dental professionals than it is in the general population. So I think that speaks also to the fact it's probably not addressed or made available enough to uh, medical professionals.
0: Dr. Taylor has seen his fair share of conversations when it comes to the difficulties of the job. But there's one part of that conversation he still believes is missing.
1: Yeah, do we discuss uh, our personal mental health uh, day-to-day in the job? I think there's a common tendency in amongst our close colleagues to discuss uh, difficult patient cases or patient cases we found to be particularly stressful without disclosing uh, personal healthcare information. We say, oh, I saw a patient today and they had XYZ and oh, they had this bad attitude and they were rude and harsh and boy, it was tough to deal with this. And boy, it was really a stressful encounter. There's a a common tendency to discuss things in that way, which has some value, but there is, I think, somewhat extreme tendency to not discuss things if, oh, I'm getting depressed, I'm having a harder and harder time to cope. Uh, I don't want to disclose that to my partners. They'll think I'm weak or they'll think I'm not succeeding or they'll not trust me to take call for them. I think there's a real tendency to bury that if I feel like I'm starting to uh, implode or not do well or succumb to a uh, chemical addiction even.
0: Recently, things have gotten even more stressful for doctors everywhere. COVID-19 and electronic medical records have only added to the reason that mental health wellness is vital to ensure joy in the workplace.
1: Of course, we all experience the day-to-day pressures of medical care, taking care of patients, worried about what if I make a mistake, what if I don't make the right diagnosis, what if I miss a diagnosis and I harm a patient or I'm sued. Uh, That has been ongoing for decades, and that's not likely to go away anytime soon. In recent years, there has been added uh, stress leading to burnout regarding electronic medical records, and closely tied to that are increased regulatory and monitoring demands, partly from the federal government. Some insurance companies: uh, Are you measuring this? Are you doing that? Are you doing colonoscopies? Give us your mammogram rate. You know, this: Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Show us your rates. Prove you're doing this. Prove you're doing that. And this, uh, and that has. And in, at the same time, you have to document it well, an electronic medical record. Well, you didn't document that You did it, you didn't document it. So there's been a tremendous pressure to, oh, I have to give it all electronic medical record and maybe I'm not a great typist or maybe I'm having trouble getting my macro texts together. And at the same time, oh, I've got to, you know, check the right boxes and, and make sure I label things in the right space so it's counted, you know, so it looks like I'm a good doc. And then, uh, of course, add to that co- the COVID crisis, right? And Solene, you and I mentioned that here a few minutes ago, uh, there's the pressure of me facing patients that might have COVID. You know, what if I get COVID? Uh, what if I miss someone that's not COVID? How do I take care of this COVID patients that's are very sick in front of me? If I'm an intensivist or I'm in the hospital, boy, I'm taking care of COVID patients a lot and many of them are dying. I have to talk to the patients with their, uh, because their, their family member is dying of COVID. And that adds to a lot of stress. Uh, And then I think something we all face, obviously, with the COVID crisis is the separation. You know, the six feet social distancing and masking and you can't touch, don't hug. Uh, And so that uh, removes a one tool that we can use to show empathy, compassion, to share with each other, to show we care is shaking hands or a gentle hug and, oh, can't do that, not COVID. So COVID has brought to the fore a lot of those issues as well, isolation, uh, fear of the disease, and so on. So I think it's all those things combined. And of course, uh, uh, some people are uh, wrapped up in some individual uh, issues such as maybe marital conflict, maybe trouble with a troublesome teenager. Uh, I mentioned substance abuse a time or two. Um, what about people that have, uh, don't get exercise because they're working 12, 14 hours a day? Um, uh, other stressful things. Maybe I'm not eating well because I'm working too hard in the ICU as a doctor and I you know, exist on caffeine, those kinds of things. So there are a lot of uh, those small things that added up aren't so small.
0: Dr. Taylor's years of experience has taught him to always go back to the basics when things get stressful at work. The basics are the basics for a reason after all,
1: what do, we, what do I do to incorporate joy or prevent burnout? Um, I think um, I'd like to uh, address this at two or three levels. I, I think it's really important to uh, not forget the basics. And uh, the basics are always the basics, but uh, trying to get plenty of rest. If I'm overtired, I'm only getting by on three or four hours of sleep a night, I'm not going to be any good to anybody, and I will get burnt out. So, plenty of rest is helpful. Uh, Trying to eat well, uh, trying to getting a little bit of exercise. You don't have to become a triathlon athlete, but taking the stairs instead of the elevator. You know, walking further out in the parking lot instead of you know as close as I can get. Uh, A few simple things of exercise are extremely helpful.
0: Dr. Taylor also credits his relationship with staff and coworkers for the ease of his workday. Here's why good workplace relationships are so important.
1: Um, also, it's really helpful, I think, uh, if, and this is not in any particular order, it's really helpful if we team up with our, the people we work most closely with. I'm a family doc, so I have an ambulatory specialty. I have a clinic manager. I have receptionists. I have referral specialists. Uh, we have a nurse navigator, um, and uh, uh, we have a pharmacist we work with in our clinic. Uh, and of course, our nursing personnel. I need to team up well with them and spend time investing in them uh, a relationship. And I don't necessarily mean a buddy-buddy or a good friend relationship, but a healthy professional relationship. Because if I spend time getting to know them, knowing where they're coming from, respecting them, honoring their work, communicating well with them, they'll serve me well and we'll be an effective team. On the other hand, if I allow my frustrations to build up, if I show my impatience, if, gee, I'm tired, I'm going to snap at them, then very soon I've alienated them, uh, they're not working well with me, they're afraid to talk to me, we don't communicate well, things break down, and that's one more element of strife that leads to burnout. That's a, that's a, a really big one. And I would have to say that over and over, medicine is a team sport. And if I am an effective team member, I may be the, I may be the team lead. I may be the captain of the team, but if, I, if I'm a good team member, then the team will work better well together. And that makes a huge difference in terms of burnout.
0: And outside of work, Dr. Taylor combats the stresses of the job by spending quality time doing what brings him joy, being with his family and attending to his spiritual life.
1: Um, another thing that may seem inherently obvious is uh, attending to my home life. Uh, I'm married. Uh, my kids are grown and gone, of course, uh, but I have grandchildren. Uh, there are many physicians who have young children. If things aren't right at home, then I'm going to have a much tougher time coping on the job and my burnout will happen much more easily. So I need to prioritize time with my spouse, time with kids, uh, make sure that Uh, Those around me whom I love, who are in my home, they know I care about them. They know that I value them and that I show I'm prioritizing some time with them, making quality time with them. And it has to be some quantity as well. It can't be just quality time, it has to be some quality and some quantity time. And you'll never lose as a physician if you prioritize that time. That is so essential if my home is happy, it's much easier for me to be happy on the job. Uh, Also, I found myself, it's extremely helpful to spend time and attend to my spiritual wellness. So I spend time with things that are spiritually meaningful to me. Um, uh, I happen to be a Christ follower. I I go to church. I spend time with other people, spend some time in prayer, um, uh, worshiping in that way. I realize we all have different venues uh, that that we think are meaningful, but attending to spiritual health is very real. I think as a family physician, I have, uh, for many years, I have come to appreciate more and more that uh, we are uh, 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 multi-faceted individuals. You know, we have mental health, physical health, um, uh, spiritual health. And it's all a part of us, social health. And we need to attend to those different parts of us. And if we neglect one part, the other parts aren't quite as healthy. We don't do quite as well. So uh, attending to things that are spiritually uh, meaningful to us ha- has great meaning. In fact, there's good empiric data, actually, that people that uh, spend time attending to um, spiritual religious activities uh, actually have less depression. So that I didn't make that up. That's uh, empirically proven. Uh, something else we haven't touched on would be how do we deal with a really bad day? Because it happens. Life happens, right? <laughs> we have a day when, oh, we've had some, maybe a couple really difficult patient encounters. Maybe one or two patients have chewed us out or accused us of wrongful motives and, and they, it was not good. Or, or maybe we had a patient with a bad outcome and, uh, that, that we maybe felt in retrospect we could have done better. So what do we do when we have a really bad day? And obviously, each of us has our different coping mechanisms, but again, find a trusted colleague, friend, spouse that you can share with. Again, you don't have to share patient healthcare information or even a name, but being able to share that, um, being able to um, uh, Recharge your batteries and for different people, that's different. I like to ask that question. How do you recharge your batteries? Some people like to get off in arms, quiet, alone. Some people like to get in a hot bathtub and read. Some people, uh, you know, like to watch a movie and get their mind on something totally different. Uh, Some people like to listen to wonderful music, Uh, but, uh, you know, engage that item that for you recharges your batteries. Uh, and then get plenty of rest. Uh, Many times after you've done that plenty of rest, you've engaged in something that recharges your batteries, you've been able to share that experience so you're not all alone. Uh, Many times after that, that perspective changes. So the bad day doesn't seem quite so bad or the bad situation seems more tolerable or more manageable. Um, So that's something I'd like to say.
0: If you have a unique way of minimizing burnout in the medical field, please let us know. Email medicine.ipoc at wsu.edu. This podcast series is made for the Washington State University, Elson S. Floyd College of Medicine and funded by the Health Resource Service Administration Grant Number T0BHP33106.